Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, our mild-mannered podcasters were bombarded by gamma rays, bitten by radioactive bugs, mutated by toxic waste, irradiated with cosmic rays, born into a world that doesn't understand them. Um, okay, we're moving on to the next week, September 21st. Uh, Batman, number one by Scott Snyder and drawn by Greg Capullo. That is my book. Uh, love this book. Crazy about this book. It, I've um, read all of the Batman number ones, and it's by far my favorite of all of them. Uh, the story being told is, while obviously a Batman story, Snyder does a really cool job of kind of bringing you in to the universe where he's not saying, you don't know who Batman is, but he's saying, you might not know too much about Batman. So let me have him... It's got the most, I think, the best Bruce Wayne of any of the Batman books. Um, it's got a really cool story kind of starting to unfold. There's a big twist at the end, which I'm super excited to see. And you get a really sweet scene, uh, and sweet by... I'm meaning awesome, not sweet by meaning uh, emotional. Aww, yeah, yeah, Bruce. Between Bruce... Uh, Dick Grayson, Tim Drake, and Damien, um, all in um, like in, at a party that Bruce is throwing at, at his house, and uh, it's just a really cool scene. It's like all the gangs all together. Um, I really dug it. I can't wait to see what happens next week. Scott Snyder has two of my favorite books in the whole New Fifty Two. Amazing. Um, okay, it is five, really five. really good. I re- also read that one. Oh, you it's, did. It's super good. I think it's. Um, I also really like. Um, why can I never remember his name? The detective, um, Gordon? No, not Gordon. Not the commissioner. The uh, like heavier B- set Bullock? guy. Bullock, Grayson? yeah. Bullock. No, not Bullock. No. Yeah. Bullock, yeah. Bullock, um, yes. I, I like that like sequence of Batman and Bullock like investigating the scene, and you see like that that victim at the end with the the knives all over his body is like yeah. a really like vivid image in my brain and just the two of them working together like what was a bizarre like kind of twist you anytime you see that like bullock character or you know the type that they've used throughout a lot of the different batmans mm-hmm. you usually he's like a bumbling idiot and and this was kind of cool that he was you know there is a reason why he's still a detective in all of these other books. Right. so i i did, i'd liked that book a whole bunch. I agree with you. Yeah. And I really like, real quick, that the beginning of the book really kind of plays on your expectations for like, okay, they're relaunching Batman and then something like really out of character happens in the first couple pages. You're like, oh my God, are they doing this crazy thing? I don't want to give it away. But but it's just a, such a fun scene and the reveal of what it really is is very interesting and unexpected and I'm it's such a, a big thumbs up for me. Um, Birds of Prey, is that you, Brian? That is correct. Okay. Uh, again, Birds of Prey was a book I read when you know t- ten years ago. That's uh, Black Canary and 
uh, Oracle, um, Barbara Gordon. Now it's a little bit different. It's uh, Diana Black Canary. She's still there. It's a cool um, way to introduce, reintroduce the team. They do it from this kind of newspaper journalist framing device. Like he's trying to figure out stuff about them, and he gets involved in, 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 in some trouble, and they come to his rescue. Uh, but it's got a really good uh, splash page at the end that uh, completely changes what you think is going to happen. So it's not great. Um, the dialogue's a little, a little forced and a little weird, but the art's really cool, and uh, I, I, I do want to see what happens with this twist at the close. So thumbs up, buy it. Cool. Um, Blue Beetle, which was mine, um, is an interesting <laughs> book. I, I am... I think it's going to be something cool. The first issue is a lot of setup. It's really a true kind of origin story. And I like the setup, and I think I'm going to like this main character, but I'm not totally in there yet. Um, so I'm saying it's a real wait and see. It's let me read the next issue. If you're on the fence about it, I'll let you know if it's going somewhere, and then you know you can decide what you want to do with it. But it's I, I like the idea of what the Blue Beetle can do. So I, I'm um, I'm very interested to see what comes next. Um, I just love the page. It's Captain Adam. Oh, is Captain Adam. So that's Bradley, right? That's me. You mean uh, Doctor Manhattan? The sequel. <laughs> um, it's it's just okay. It's nothing you haven't seen before. Um, I, I don't know if it's worth three dollars a month, like on its own. Um. There's some cool things about it. Like, he is a true superhero in the sense that, like, there's a selflessness about him. He definitely maintains his humanity a bit more than the the Dr. Manhattan we see in Watchmen. Um, but he is, like, just, at, like, the design, the the way he almost, like, the way, the godly way he's even thought of by the people around him, slash kind of the way he thinks of himself a little bit. Um it it feels like just way too familiar territory for it to be like an original book for me personally but i think um I, it's got more potential than like certainly than legion lost or mm-hmm. uh mr terrific but it's just okay for me so you're saying wait and see skip uh, it it's a wait and see okay um so up next we've got catwoman steve catwoman was awesome um, I felt that it was one of the strongest books. Ooh, sorry, I coughed uh, again. Um, What's it was... wrong with your body? <laughs> I, Can I continue? Yeah, let's save continue. Stop talking about bats coughing. All right, uh, Catwoman. Yes, Catwoman was excellent. Catwoman was everything, in my opinion, that you could want from a Catwoman standalone crossover Batman-y kind of comic. Um, She's awesome in this book. She is totally uh, in charge of who she is, and she totally lets you know that she's, you know, not taking any crap anymore from anybody. Um, Setup is really cool. People have kind of destroyed her life at the time, and she's seeking revenge. Uh, There's lots and lots of sexy drawings and blood (laughs) and fighting, and um, there's even a, a nice uh, little couple of pages at the end that uh, would give any nice. Uh, yeah, real, real, real. Uh, did you read it? Yeah, I read it. Yeah, you didn't think that was nice. 
Like, what, I don't know if what, I would call it nice. Yeah, I thought it was saying nice, it's like, like pornographic. Nice. I thought it was pretty nice. Yeah. I don't know. I hadn't really, you know, something know. that's always talked about but not always showcased. <laughs> so, Brad, you seem like you want to say something. I just don't know if I've ever thought pornography was nice. <laughs> it's not pornography. It's, it's not pornographic. It's superhero porn. We don't even take our clothes off all the time. <laughs> the costumes I, stay on, mostly. <laughs> I still, still thought that it was awesome. I would say definitely, definitely buy it if you're a fan of Catwoman at all or just the Batman universe. It's a really cool, uh, the artwork is amazing. Story seems like it's going to be really cool, and I would definitely say uh, to pick it up. So buy it. I like the idea. But I it's very. I agree with you. Pick it up if you really like Catwoman. It's a very. It's Catwoman, and if you don't like Catwoman, then it's not the book for you. No matter how well you think it's written, because it is. You know, if nothing else, it is exactly what she's always been. So- Meow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I think it's time to move on after that little show. Uh, DC Universe Presents, number one. Brian. Uh, it's super cool. Um, it's an anthology book. Obviously, the first arc is going to be Dead Man, uh, who's a character who I've always liked. Not quite Resurrection Man um, in, in in this like kind of rebooted way, but he does kind of quantum leap his way through life, and or death, as it were. Basically, we get a really good origin of both the character that he's going to be helping out and himself, Boston Brand. If you don't know who Deadman is, it's okay. You'll, you'll you'll know exactly what you need to know after reading this book. And it's it's got a sense of humor about itself. There's some really cool spiritual and um, big picture questions that get raised in it as well. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited for issue two. Big thumbs up. Nice. Cool. Um, Green Lantern Corps. Brian, that's you again. That's true. I was not as uh, taken with Green Lantern Corps as I was with Green Lantern. Uh, it's just okay. Uh, you know, Guy Gardner and John Stewart, who... And, and I still don't understand why... We why, why Earth Sector has four Green Lanterns, but <laughs> so, someone can explain that to me another day. They're just kind of blah to me, you know. They're they're very two dimensional characters. John Stewart was a former Marine, and you know, he, you just don't mess with him; he will shut you down. And Guy Gardner's a jerk. Yes, <laughs> and, that's true. And uh, and it's interesting how there's different types of Guy Gardner depending on who's writing the book. But he's always abrasive and he's always kind of a meathead. And I just don't really care about those people. And 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 they're kind of they spend the issue mainly bitching about how they can't really have Earth lives as they protect the you know, Earth. And I I just don't care. Uh, it's not. Okay. It's not poorly written. I just don't. I just don't care. So it's skip it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Legion of Superheroes. Bradley, yeah, right? That's that's all me. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel pretty much exactly the same as I did about Legion Lost. Um. What's strange is that I feel like the books should have come out in the same week, because I, mm-hmm. I I think. Okay. So Legion of Superheroes takes place in the exact moment. That in Legion Lost, those like people come out of the bubble from the future, uh-huh. and it's about this group that that has to form because the Legion of Superheroes 
is gone. Like, they have gone back in time, and they're probably gone forever. God, may they only be gone forever. But the, my biggest issue with both books is that they're in, like the, they just throw every single character at you, like boom, 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 boom. And you have no time to process anything, let alone like what you're looking at. It's just a huge disaster of a messy, diuretic turd of a book. So, like, 7 out of 10? Um, I, I think it's an 11. Um, uh, yeah, super skip it. Super okay. skip it. We're staying with you, Bradley. We got Nightwing. Nightwing. Love it. Love it. Um, Nightwing's one of my favorite characters. I've always, I, I've always been a really big Dick Grayson fan. I think he's, he's hands down the best Robin. Um, you know, he lives through being Robin. Mm-hmm. And he also just is, like, kick-ass, like, you know, how awesome would a guy be if Batman trained him as a little kid and and he maintained those virtues and just, like, kicked ass? And what you get, like, out of this is not an origin story necessarily, but you get him uh, reflecting about his origin in a very organic way. Yeah, it was uh, really clever, the way that they, they instituted that kind of, where did he come from type of situation. Right. You know, and yeah. it, it just made sense. Like, the whole book makes a lot of sense. He looks awesome. Like, the book looks so cool. And, yeah. you know, some of my favorite stuff in reading the Batman books just is the imagery. And I you get, I think, some of the best, you know, Nightwing flying through the air images uh, out of any of the Batman books, especially. Um, I really, I, I thought it's awesome. I think it's awesome. So, buy it. Super buy. <laughs> I, I agree with you completely. I, I thought it was cool. And I, I, I like the end. I like how it ties in. Slightly to uh, Scott Snyder's Batman book. Yep. As well. Um, so Red Hood and the Outlaws, sticking with the Gotham City sticking theme. Sticking with former Robins. The former Robins, yeah. Yeah, it's the total opposite of, of Nightwing. Um, <laughs> Red Hood and the Outlaws is starts out with a really cool opening sequence and degenerates in into herpes. It's just... it well And, and almost literally, you get this like weird sexy alien thing that's having sex with anybody who walks past her it's just weird it the book is weird and i don't really care any like i know who jason todd is mm-hmm. i was i was actually like fairly excited about this book yeah man it's a big man the opening sequence is cool it's the only thing that's giving me any hope that issue two will be kind of cool but but so far it is a do not buy all right, so uh, next is Supergirl, which is mine. Um, I thought it was, uh, I keep saying, like, cool and awesome. I got to give better words for it. Um, it's a fish out of water, um, stranger in a strange land kind of story. She wakes up, you know, on Earth after her ship has crashed. She doesn't know how she got there. She doesn't even remember that she thinks she's still on Krypton. And she wakes up and, you know, almost immediately these kind of soldiers come for her and it's just as the sun is rising and so her powers are kind of activating all at the same time. She doesn't know how to control them and the the way that it, it kind of spans out with her, it's more of her being scared and her be, not knowing where she is and it's a great, the inner monologue is, is cool and it ends with, you know, uh, the obvious, the cameo by an obvious character that, you know, you, you'll, you can guess. Uh, but, I really dug it, and I thought, this is a character I've never cared about before. Now I care about her, and that's, I think, the beauty of this whole uh, New 52. 
thing. Um, uh, Wonder Woman. That is Steve. Yes. Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman was pretty good. I think I liked it better on the second read. Um, it seems like it has a lot more to do with uh, the other uh, female character that's featured in it. There's a young girl that is being chased down. You read the book. Yeah, too, I read right? a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read it too. Yes. And um, I just, I, th- I thought it was a, a really cool setup, but a rather strange introduction to uh, Wonder Woman that we see her when she first wakes up and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Anyway, um, I thought the art style was kind of cool. It kind of threw me at first, but then I realized how much of like a, I guess, Amazonian or was it Egyptian or what kind of... Well, she's Amazonian. She is, yeah. but the thing that a lot, are... There was a lot of kind of Greek... Yeah, that's, a, that's stuff happening in it, which I, that was my favorite part of the book. Right, I, I like, agree. The, the, like yeah. the art had that like those like hard edges, those like squared yeah. off jaws and yeah. stuff like that. So I thought that that was a really cool art choice for it. It made me uh, appreciate the book yeah. uh, on a on like an art level. Um, like I said on the second go through, it was much more enjoyable to read. I would say that if you're a fan of the character, I would definitely pick it up because it looks like it's going to get a lot better. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would say buy it. Cool. I, I the, the art style reminded me kind of uh, like Justice League New Frontier, which is I don't know if you've ever seen that animated film or read that graphic novel, but it reminds me uh, of that uh, quite a bit. Indeed. Uh, um, so that's it for week three. We're moving on to week four. Well, yeah, hold I, on. I, um, I thought Wonder Woman was just okay as a second oh, take. Sorry. Um, I, I was not near as enthusiastic about it at the at the conclusion of it. Cool. Okay. Um, All-Star Western, Brian. I do just want to say uh, to everyone listening that we are three quarters of the way through. We're powering through. Yeah. And uh, in the thank- future, it won't be like this. In the future, we're going to be doing like yeah, you know, we'll be 12 doing, we'll total doing, books. So yeah, Exactly. Exactly. So thanks for sticking around. Yeah, um, thank you. There'll be a lot more kind of conversation. So we're just kind of like power through all this stuff right but, now. But uh, All-Star Western is awesome. Absolutely awesome. Uh, $3.99 awesome? What? $3.99 awesome? It is th- it is four bucks versus the three dollars that most of the other books are, and I and I picked it up and I I got really upset when I was walking to the counter, <laughs> but uh, it's worth it. It's a forty page book, so you're getting uh, I think twenty eight pages of story instead of twenty two, mm-hmm. and Jonah Hex's feature. He you know is, it's going to be another anthology book, obviously, but it's so cool. It takes place in eighteen hundreds Gotham in, uh, in in the late nineteenth century. And uh, there's so many different callbacks to you know the Arkham family, the Wayne family, and it, it it's like a almost like a Jack the Ripper type murder mystery that's going on, and it is completely engaging, um, super fun to read, and the art is really cool. It's kind of a almost sepia tone, old style comic book look. So I can't uh, I recommend it highly. Yeah, you talking about it has made me want to read it. I had no interest in reading it me too. beforehand. And so from your review and the conversation we've had, I really want to check it out. Um, next is Aquaman number one, uh, written by Jeff Johns. And this ain't your daddy's Aquaman. <laughs> Look out now. Um, this ain't your daddy's Aquaman. No. Uh, so it, the, the book is so, above anything else, it's really badass, but... It's so smart in the way it brings the character into kind of the modern world and kind of Jeff Johns knows that you think Aquaman is lame. <laughs> so he How does he know the, that? Cuz 
everyone thinks Aquaman is lame. <laughs> exactly. He, he's saying, listen, you think Aquaman's lame, you are wrong. And so what he does to tell you that is that everybody in, the, in Aquaman's world also thinks he is lame. You know, he, he shows up in the middle of Boston, and they, they're like, oh, don't you need a glass of water or be closer to the, you know, the sea or whatever? And the, 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 the villains that are kind of, the bank robbers are running away from the cops laugh at him when they see him. But they stop laughing at him pretty quick with some of the stuff that he does. <laughs> yep. um, I do a really interesting framing device where kind of like this internet like blogger kind of talks to him and is trying to interview him in, in, in a restaurant. Um, and Why does good... that guy have to be such a dick, though? He is a little bit of a dick. Did you read it, Brad? I did read it. Okay. <laughs> um, and funny enough, Harry Knowles is kind of drawn into the background at another table, but this guy who's talking to him is not... And uh, he is kind of he's mean to him and he's abrasive, but it's a good way of Offman getting out his history, letting you know that Arthur Curry is his kind of human persona, and it introduces the villain that I'm I think is going to be cool. And I am super psyched about this book. It it, it was the book I was most like Yahoo when I finished reading it. <laughs> Whoa! Wow! Do you understand that I just Yahoo. pictured a, an anime version of you jumping in the air with your fist up? Can you say wowie zowie? I can't. It's going to be natural, Steve. I can't force Zooey it. mama? Zooey mama. Um, hachi mama. Uh, but it's super, buy it, buy it, and buy it. It's just a great superhero book. Uh, Steve, Batman the Dark Knight. Uh, Steve's eh. Nah, I'm kidding. I don't know. Um, I lo- Let me just preface this with saying I love Batman. I Batman is my favorite comic book character, always has been ever since I was a little kid. Um, I liked the book better on the second read, but I still felt that the setup was very typical and very blah for the start of something called Batman the Dark Knight. Um, Bobby had pointed out to me that, you know, a certain thing that happens at the end of the book that kind of made me feel a little bit better about it. I'm not going to spoil it, but... Um, it really threw me through a loop on the first read and I kind of didn't know how to take it. Um, I'm kind of used to things being a little traditional when it comes to him. And so for a different element to be introduced, it was kind of weird, but, um, I've read a couple of the other Batman books of the new 52 and it's just not the shining star of the bunch. I thought Batman number one was far more exciting, had a lot more nods to it. Um, it starts off cool, but like I said, it's very typical. Breakout from Arkham, things are reset back to zero because it's that easier with Arkham because they have awesome security. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I like the idea that a lot of the major villains have escaped and, like, for future issues that they're out now and can be around, and of course that's what you're going to do, mm-hmm. but... It just didn't grab me. I was so excited to read it, and when I sat down I finished it, I was kind of like, eh... Right. So, um, I would say buy it because it is part of the Batman, you know, universe and it's still cool. But, um, if you're short on cash and the other books are available, I would pick up like Batman number one before you pick up this one. So, uh, Blackhawks number one, that is me. Um, I was not looking forward to this book at all. And after reading it, I am still looking forward to issue two. But,. That being said, it is the coolest G.I. Joe comic book I've ever read, even though it's not the G.I. Joes. That's what it is. They're a team of, uh, you know, military people from different walks of life, and they have, and they're, it's all about, you know, nanotechnology and crazy action sequences, and I, but I didn't get anything of the characters. It was fun, but that was really it. So I would say, wait and see. 
uh, for right now. I have not much to say about that. Um, the Flash. So that's also me. Um, Flash is my favorite superhero. So I was very, very excited to get back into this. Uh, got some Barry Allen as the Flash. We he's not married to Iris anymore. Um, the problem with this book is that Barry Allen is boring as a piece of cardboard in this book. Just bland, and I don't care about him. The Flash stuff is interesting. Um, I always love uh, the way that artists render Flash moving in, in in frames, and it's done well here. It's just, and the end of it seems to lead into a, like a, a bigger story, and we, we, it looks like the kind of bad guy in the story is going to bring out Barry Allen's character. But I just I can't get any muster to have affection for the character, and I even have prior affection for the character. So it's a definite wait and see for me. That that hurts me to say it, but it, it, it's a wait and see for me. Did anybody else read that book or no? I did. Uh, Steve, what do you think? Negative. Um, I felt about the same actually. I, I I did like it. I know that you said that he was your favorite, so yeah. I was curious to check it out, and I did enjoy it, but it didn't stay with me like some of the other books had. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. I think we're both we're agreed on it. Um. So. I believe we have Steve's favorite book of the uh, New 52. Uh, My Fury favorite Firestorm. one. My favorite one. Firestorm. Fire. Wait, wait, yeah. Yeah, long yeah, yeah. Movie? The Fury of Firestorm, The Nuclear Men. Yes. The yes. Title. The Fury of Firestorm, The Nuclear Men was a very, very um, painful read for me personally. Um, the setup was strange. Lots of uh, high school football hijinks. Uh, black and white relations not getting along and um just i don't know some kind of weird setup with a uh nuclear uh serum of some kind that that they already know about or don't know about anyway it's a very bad number one yeah it's a very bad number one you basically the 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 short of it is is that you have two people that are unlikely to team up that they're forced to team up through this event that happens and they're basically two halves to this one thing that they create when they combine their powers, I'm guessing. Um, the book doesn't really do a good job of telling you what's going on. The first half is really kind of a, like a head-scratcher, and then the last few pages, they throw you into this ridiculous like firestorm battle, mm-hmm. and it just did not sit well with me. And It was the last book that I read of the 52, and by that time, I was very very spent and it was not the best book to end with because it really left a bad taste in my mouth i would say skip it all right um green lantern new guardians is the last of kind of the four uh green lantern books and it's uh it focuses on uh kyle rayner who uh is my was my favorite green lantern previous and i brian also for you right oh i thought Kyle Rayner was your. uh, sorry I, i oh it's bj another a friend of ours sorry um, Kyle Rayner uh, is cool. He's a he's an artist, and uh, and that kind of makes him a very interesting Green Lantern. He, he's not a former military man or a, a pilot or a jerk football player. Um, so uh, it basically takes we re see how Rayner gets the ring, and then it kind of flashes forward to um, kind of in the middle of his Green Lantern reign, and and the story has a, a cool kind of twist where all these power rings are coming for Kyle Rayner and their former owners and court members are coming after Kyle Rayner. Um, it has a kind of 80s 
not eighties, but a, a kind of action comedy feel to it. Um, it was a ton of fun. Um, I'm really excited to see it because I think Kyle Rayner is a really cool character um, and I am psyched for the rest of it. So definitely check it out. Um, I Vampire, Steve. I Vampire was very, very cool. Um, I had no idea what to expect going into it. I kind of just chose it at random. Um, Very neat in a sense of that it's essentially a monster book taking place after a uh, the events of like a vampire zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it's in its essence, it's the first issue is a love story between our two characters, and I really liked the way that they spoke to one another. They were very playful. Um, it wasn't like morose and and as dark as you would think that something about vampires would be. Mm-hmm. And possibly the coolest thing about it was that it also takes place um, not far from, I guess, Metropolis or mm-hmm. wherever Superman is. That there's, yeah. you know, he's mentioned as well as a few other heroes. And it's just really interesting to have a book that is essentially a monster book, but that still exists within that world with the other heroes. And it sounds like there's going to be some crossovers. I'd be really curious to see how they're going to put those other characters into this world. Uh, It's beautifully, beautifully drawn. Uh, I think that was, was that Joshua Hale uh, Fialkov? Is that it? Fialkov? Did I say that right? Um, very cool book. I would say buy it, especially if you're into comic book monsters. It's a really fun book. It's really bl- uh, bloody, and uh, it's just a good read. It has lots of potential. I like the the storytelling is not told in sequence, and I like that a lot. Like it's it, the the way lots, the storytelling is done. Lots of like this this was then now this is now yeah, and not over explaining it, which I think is cool they do the the character like caption colors though when each one is speaking and you're not seeing them one is red and one is a slightly different color red so it gets a little bit confusing in, in, it, in that it is a little strange although i do like when they color the uh the text differently for characters i think it's oh yeah cool. it's great but they're just the colors are not different enough uh justice league dark uh is my book uh peter milligan so basically the idea of this book is justice league they ain't good with magic they can't really deal with it. Superman, <laughs> it's true. You cannot, you can't handle it. Uh, and everybody else who's bigger than Superman really can't handle it. So, uh, say her name Zatanna, who Zatanna, who Zatana. is a, a magic user in her own right, decides there's, a, and she is toe. She is toe. What? Well, her, she she oh, does the backwards okay. thing. What? I still don't get it. <laughs> so. She's hot. She, she speaks yeah. spells backwards in order to yeah. so make spe- them work. So, so I said she was toe. Oh, wow. Yeah. T-O-H. Okay, we wasted some time on that. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the, so the Enchantress is a big magical villain, and she's causing some problems. So uh, Zatanna decides to recruit um, Dead Man, uh, Slade the Changing, Shade the Changing Man, um, John Constantine, Madame Xanadu, uh, to take on this supernatural threat. And it's this kind of mushing together of all these different characters. And it's very much, this book is very much about putting the team together. So there's not any big um, fight or anything. But I'm really intrigued about what all these characters are going to be and how they're going to interact. And I I think John Constantine is a very cool character. And... um, from what I've seen, the other characters so far in these books, really interesting. So, and the writing is just 
very fluid and dark and prophetic, and I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what comes next. It's an absolute buy. An absolute buy. Um, next up, we have the Savage Hawkman, Brian. Oh, lordy. This is a... Uh, it's, it's, it's not a good one. I can tell you that right now. It, it's a it's a very uh, it's an interestingly drawn book. It's it, it's very much that painterly ideal, but it does not make any sense. It uh, I've read it twice and it just it, it just loses me and it's not very interesting. And I don't. It's care. Uh, Tony Daniel, right? The guy who's writing Detective. And, okay. Yes, it's true. Tony Dan- Tony Danza. Um, <laughs> from, yeah. from Angels in the Outfield. Uh, Tony Daniels. Yeah. Tony S. Daniels. Daniels. Yeah. Daniels. Oh, he yeah, also drew just, a couple well, he books did, I He's read, a detective. I? He's doing detective. That's gotcha. true, yes. Um, yeah, it just, it, it's, it's not engaging, and it uh, doesn't really follow any sort of linear timeline that so makes sense. So. All right. Bradley Jones, Superman. Oh, Oh, it's You've my turn. Sound like you were announcing Jones, him. aka <laughs> Superman. <laughs> oh, well, it's I been a while since you've talked. Um, Superman, mm-hmm. meh. Um, the first half was uh was okay, and then you get into uh this like fairly standard Superman threat of this fire demon thing that uh that Superman's fighting, and then you get this random omniscient narrator that is like. And then the beast was doing bad things. And, like it's just. I bet you really. It's, it's I bet so you it's written random. better than that. And I don't know about that. It's just so random. It's really. It's so disjointed. It can't pick whether it wants to be a modern Superman or a classical, like kind of not very serious take on Superman. Um. I gotta say, skip it, especially like after like a really cool action comics, and it, cool in the sense that like at least we're getting some kind of reimagining of the character and of the universe. Like we're not getting that with this. It's it's like a N sixty four Superman game. It's just Ouch. not gonna be bad. good. It's bad. Um, I'm it's pretty much. I, I think I liked it slightly more than you, but not very much. I'm much more just like a barely wait and see. Um, I don't understand why we need this Superman yeah. title. That's kind of how I feel about the 14 Batman books, too, yeah. too. I mean, there's certain... It, the side characters I'm all about in the Batman books, like uh, Nightwing and Batwing and um, Batgirl. I didn't read Batwoman, but but I don't, why do we need a, a Batman and Robin, a Dark Knight, a Batman, and Detective I agree with you. Comics? I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. I, I don't understand. I, I, yeah. But continuing um, on. Yeah, the, the Superman, it, I, the, like, the whole, like, you're fighting a fire monster. It, it, it's just, yeah. okay, like, like look, okay. you know, like, yeah, but, but, after what Grant Morrison did in action, it's just, you gotta give me more than, than, than this and fighting a fire monster. You know, it, it's trying exactly. to give you, like, a Daily Planet, the old Daily Planet building is destroyed. They have a new Daily Planet building. So they're trying to give you, this is a new start, but it just, and I liked some of that stuff, but it wasn't enough for me to be interested. And plus, like, Superman, where, where, where am I supposed to care? I'm only supposed to care about Superman because he's Superman. 
like in this book. Where in action, right. you care about him because he's doing something and he's somebody, he's a character. In this, he's just, I'm upset that they took down the Daily Planet. That's basically his thing in the book. And I, yeah, I wasn't crazy about it. I'm willing to see where it goes, but not crazy about it. Sure, but uh, not crazy, yeah. It's a it's a tentative, maybe, possibly skip. We'll okay. see how issue two goes. Uh, so completing your <laughs> circle, Brad, of former Robins, uh, Teen Titans. Yes. Let's get Tim Drake's yeah. take on the whole thing. Um, it, it's the total opposite of the the group dynamic books that I have read, being the Legion of Superheroes and Legion Lost. Um what I really, really enjoy about Teen Titans is that you're getting a collection of kids um, that you kind of already have known something about. If you don't know who these kids are, you still know, like, the people they're supposed to be. Like, you know, like, the Kid Flash is clearly going to be, like, the child version of the Flash. And Tim Drake is Robin. And there's, you know, the Wonder Girl or whatever, you know, and Superboy is teased at the very end. And but what what's even better about it is that they're like given space to breathe and you're introduced to them mm-hmm. organically and they're being hunted down. So Tim Drake, badass that he is, is like trying to collect them all together so they can fight them as a team and like it makes sense that they're together and and you get to know them individually i'm i'm all about teen titans uh, yeah, it's Tim definitely Drake is kick ass. he's pretty cool he's kick um, ass it's, it's got if you're it's a robin true. you're awesome uh scott right. lobdell who was also writing superboy wrote this and um both books are, are great and i like that it's or like you said it's organic and the only characters we really meet are Red Robin and Wonder Girl, and we get the thing of the Kid Flash at the beginning, which they do so right. well. You know his character almost immediately. Yeah, it, exactly. It's, it's a really good book. I'm really looking forward to. It's just a lot of fun. Um, so we're down to uh, one more book this week, and then we'll hit on the Justice League real quick, and then we're done. So, Steve, Voodoo. Voodoo is a comic book for people that like to read comic books where the character doesn't wear any clothes. That's what this book is. I, I, I'm into it. Um, The book, I'm I'm iffy on it. Um, Looking at it now, I'm kind of flipping through the pages a little bit. Um, It's rather boring up until the last couple of pages. Um, You don't really like any of the characters. Um, Our main character, she's intriguing, but her story isn't all that interesting because they don't really tell you much until the last couple of pages. However, I will say when the reveal comes and you basically get a sense of who Voodoo is and what she is basically is someone that can morph into a different uh, person. She can change her appearance, uh, which I think I always really like in a comic book because I think it makes for uh, a nice setup, uh, constantly being able to assume you know, the position of somebody else in power or just to slip into a place without being noticed or whatever can make for some really good writing. I don't know that Voodoo as a character is strong enough to carry me through several books, but if they expand on the later part of this issue, it could get really interesting. So I'm going to give it a wait and see. But if you like comic books where people do not wear their clothes, pick it up. (laughs) 
<laughs> you had you had me. That's why it's I there, mean, man. It's, it's yeah. playing to a certain audience and playing to it very well. Yeah. All right. Uh, finishing up Justice League number one, written by Jeff Johns, drawn by Jim Lee, which is whew, that's the like they basically run DC and they do this book. Um, Brian, yeah. what do you think of it? Yep. I really dug it. You know, it was one of the first ones I'd read. It was the first book released, and it it does lie to you because it puts the Justice yeah. League on the cover, and and it's Batman and Green Lantern for the for for the entirety of it until the last page. But I really enjoyed their interaction, and I, I like that there's a lot of um, uncertainty about each other. Like they, they they know who each other are, but they're not. You know, well versed. Batman does not have a file on everybody. Yeah. He has a file <laughs> uh, on Superman, which though. is an issue from. Yeah, he does have a file on Superman, but it, it just takes place it's in five a, years in a different time. So the the world, it's right. more, it's uh, but it's after action. Yeah. Yes, because Superman yes. has real clothes. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, I, I have okay, no Bradley. complaints. Um, I like that it's um, a, a true origin piece, and that's one thing that I feel like on the whole is kind of misleading about the new 52, is that they're not really, like, you know, re- redos of everything, you know, it's not it's not that we're really getting number ones, but this is a true number one. I really loved the dynamic of Batman and Green, um, Green Lantern playing off each other, the... Um, I always think it's creative, or I, I love the creativity of drawing and writing for Batman in a group of superheroes that have actual mm-hmm. superpowers. And, you know, they make, just like in this book, you know, they make Batman a valid, like, super important part of the team. Like, he's he's his intelligence and his gadgetry, like, keep him you know, toe-to-toe with this guy who can literally do anything with his mind. It's I, I, I thought it was a really cool book, Like, and the art yeah, is yes. amazing. That's in it. absolutely true. Some of those... Well, the art those is unbelievable just, in it. Um, yeah. Um, Steve? Um, I would love to say that I remember the book a little bit better than I do. <laughs> General I, impressions. I read a lot, yes. Mm. No, um, the artwork was absolutely beautiful. Um, I do agree about that. And I also... The one thing that I do remember about the book is I did absolutely love the back and forth between our two characters. I thought the jabs at each other were hilarious, especially the ones uh, towards Batman were just very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it was definitely one of the, the new 52 where they start you off at a really good spot to get comfortable with each character and to, um, I guess they'll be introducing each one as the issues go along. And uh, it's, I think it's one of the best jumping off points that they've had that I've picked up and I've been able to be like, okay, I'm, this is where we've started and we're going to go from here and I can understand everything that's going on. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I agree, definitely agree with that. Um, my first reading of it, I wasn't crazy about it, but once I kind of, I read it again without the, I guess the expectations I had the first time, I definitely dug it a lot more. I do really like the Hal Jordan, um, you know, Green Lantern, uh, Batman interactions. I like the crack about the deep voice and the, you know, the you're not just a guy in a bat suit, are, are you, cracks? And I think the last panel is really cool. The splash page is really cool. Um, I'm excited about it. I, I have so much faith in the creative team that I'm not worried about any of my misgivings because I know once we start really going, 
that I'll be really into it. So definitely a buy. Def- definitely check it out. It's definitely worth the the four bucks. Um, so that's it, guys. We did the whole new fifty two. Yay! It's true, and and you, uh, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and you stuck with us for all yes, of it. Thank if you. If you are still here, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, so next week, and if you want some more uh, elaborated reviews on any of these, go to uh, talkingcomicbooks.com. <laughs> well, that's true. That's Sorry true. Yeah. Um, yes, talkingcomicbooks.com. If you have any comments, anything you liked what we said, anything you hate about what we said, any books you want us to read, um, info at talkingcomicbooks.com. Um, you can get in touch with us there. And uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, look for the podcast on iTunes if you're not listening to iTunes right now. Um, we are the Comic Book Podcast, the Talking Comic Books. So, um, yeah, that's it for our show. Uh, next, we're going to come back, and it's going to be a show's going to be a lot shorter. Um, we're going to do just the books that are coming out th- that week. Um, we'll have a little more discussion. And then in two weeks, uh, Batman Arkham Asylum is coming out. So we'll have something oh, to speak yeah. about there. Ar- Arkham City. In Arkham, Arkham City, sorry. City. Arkham Arkham oh, yeah. My brain is fried <laughs> right now. Talked about... It's fine. We, 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 we talked we about did. a lot of comic books. So, um, I feel like I lived them. Yeah, I did live. Lived I do pages. too. I feel like I am. I kind of fell asleep a little bit while Brian was talking. <laughs> You've already cursed enough on this show. I can't even say anything else to you. I only cursed twice, once. Twice. I said twice. badass a couple times. Um. <laughs> so, for Brian. <laughs> oh, we say you. Hi. I'm so used to doing podcasts with you. I don't know, I know what to do. I know. I know. Anymore. I'm sorry. Um. So for Brian. Hello. <laughs> Goodbye. Brad. I'm doing it again. Shalom, which means both of those and things. Steve. Aloha. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, I've been Bobby. Come back next week and see what happens in the next issue. 